0: How do I handle getting ghosted?
1: What's up, you guys? Welcome to the Therapy Brothers podcast. I'm Brandon.
0: I'm Tyler. We're brothers. We're therapists. We're not afraid of your
1: questions. So bring it. All right, Tyler. Um, That sounds like a great Halloween question, so... We'll, uh, we'll get into it. But quickly, here we go again. Another review. Uh, it says, real honest and kind, no spouse bashing, no shaming, and refreshingly optimistic. I love the attitude of tackling the hard stuff to not only save the marriage, but thrive within the re- a relationship. So thank you. Awesome. Thank you. you. Um, yeah, we, we, uh, we really try to stay away from the bashing of people. Um, except for you tried to bash Joel Olstein, but I didn't. I didn't allow it.
0: <laughs> I thought we came to the consensus that we shouldn't bash Joel Olstein.
1: That's uh, well, yes, we did. You came around. You came around, but at first you wanted to just rip on Joel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I I'm not sure that's how it played out, but yeah. I, I still, I, I still contend that I'd love to see some skincare uh, tips from Joel. <laughs> what do you mean? That guy seems like ageless to me, man. Oh, it's just his smile. He's just, You put a smile <laughs> like that on anyone
1: and all you notice is the smile.
0: Maybe that's what but, it is.
1: Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, you got a question here? Yeah, we got us, a Tyler? question
0: here. Yeah, we got a question here. This, um, this is uh, about being ghosted and I'll just read it to you. It says, I started seeing a guy at the end of July and I was seeing him for a month nearly every week. The last time I saw him was on the 6th of September, and we had so much fun. The last time I spoke to him was on the 9th of September. I asked him out on a date, and he said he was busy on that day. I replied back, but he read it and never replied. I haven't heard from him since. I don't know if I should let it be, or to check up on him and see if he's okay. However, I'm nervous that it will, I will embarrass myself if he is trying to pull away and is not interested. But it upsets me that he's decided to ghost me and not say anything. Even if he doesn't want to progress anything with me, I would still like to know. I feel like I'm in some sort of limbo. So I'm guessing the question is, what should I do? Should I respond to this guy and find out and define the relationship or should I just let myself slink off into the shadows and assume that he's not interested anymore?
1: Yeah, it's um, a good question. It's a, I think it's a dilemma that uh, a lot of people um, end up in, and so and and I do think as we talk about this, I think we can talk more broadly about rejection or abandonment mm-hmm. and those type of feelings. Um, first off, one thing T- Tyler can he 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 accuses me of being kind of blunt sometimes, so I'm going to be blunt here. Um, he is okay. Um, he ghosted you. He he's he's not dead in a ditch somewhere. Um, mm-hmm. And that that part of you that wants to check up, up on him to make sure he's okay is that part of you that still wants connection with him, that part of you that liked him, and the part of you that doesn't want to face the reality that, that he has rejected you. Um, would, would you, Tyler, what do you think? I mean, I don't know for sure because I don't know who this guy is. He might be dead in a ditch. I hope he's not. Um, but but it sounds like you're, you're trying to give yourself a reason to try to continue to get his attention.
0: I see this all the time, Brandon. Um, I, I think it would be better off just being forward and being honest with yourself instead of you know, saying that I need to check up on him. Um, so many times I'm working with somebody who's kind of in the same situation where they're getting like basically ghosted by somebody and their excuse for doing the constant reaching out is because i need to check up on them and make sure they're okay but really the bigger issue is, is that i'm feeling really insecure and my anxiety my anxious attachment is starting to come out and um, and so i'm going to use the excuse of checking in on them as the reason why i'm going to keep reaching out right because in some ways and i think they're doing it because they don't want to they don't want to actually come face to face with the perceived rejection that actually might be happening.
1: Right. Right. I think, okay. So let's put your, put ourselves in, in, in her shoes. Okay. Um, so she really sounds like she really liked this guy. Um, she was excited about the possibility of this relationship and really liked this guy. Yes, and, and, and it seemed like there wasn't much signs and maybe there was, but she wasn't seeing them. Um, but wasn't much signs that this guy was gonna do this ghoster. sounded
0: like things were progressing in the right direction.
1: Yeah, so so in in a lot of ways, blindsided. Yeah. Like, boom! Like what? Like okay, you want nothing to do with me. Um, the feelings of when when you get rejected like that, feelings of grief, feelings of anger, even or sadness or doubt. confusion. Um, yeah, shame, self doubt those are all normal feelings uh, when you get rejected, okay? Um, But the beauty of it is, is those are feelings that you can sort through on your own and you can come to terms with and you can realize that you are okay even if this person doesn't want you in their life. And I make that sound easy, um, but the beauty of this is, is you have the power within you to process this pain and to come out stronger on the other end and to, and to be okay. Um, and so it, what won't fix the pain is, is ruminating and trying to draw him back in. Um, trying to figure out how to, how to get him to give you a resolution. Get him to like you again. Get him to do something so that then you're okay. That will actually keep you stuck. You're in a bargaining stage of grief. Where you're saying, well, if I do this or if I do that, this could change it. That, that'll keep you stuck as opposed to, like Tyler was saying, face the reality, get to work on yourself and your own pain, process through those emotions that are valid, um, work through them, and you'll start to feel some peace in your life.
0: Yes, and I believe that's possible whether or not you actually go and have a conversation with this person. You're, you can do that you can do that work and that healing, regardless of whether or not you have that you know, conversation. Um, I think something that's really interesting in these situations when you're pursuing relationship and you're wanting somebody so badly to feel the same level that you feel at, that you'll chase it and chase it and chase it. And, and I believe that a lot of times, if you were to get that, that guy re-engaged, he may re-engage, out of the wrong reasons. He may re-engage because of his own guilt or because of his own shame or because he doesn't wanna see the pain that you're gonna be feeling. And ultimately it's hard and it's a difficult place to be and the emotions are definitely real and raw as they should be. Like that's the stage of life you're at. You're in in the dating world. You're gonna be sifting through lots of different people and it hurts when you finally find someone that feels compatible. But at the end of the day, why would we want to chase a relationship to convince somebody to stay with us instead of go and put the work in to find and cultivate the relationship where you don't have to convince somebody to be with you. Like we all want to be with someone who's choosing us because they want to choose us, not because they're being coerced into it.
1: And by the way, um, and, and I don't know if this will make you feel better or not, but I'm going to say it. Um, you don't want a relationship with a, a person like that. Um, and I do want to speak to the ghoster here for a minute. Um, you're a coward uh, to ghost somebody like that. Um, and I don't know your reasons, but it's not cool. Um, There's no gonna- character in that. You're, you're right, Brandon. And, and
0: of course, we don't know the reasons why this guy is ghosting her, you know, um,
1: but 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 to ghost somebody to lead what I mean to lead somebody on and then not have the guts to to actually reject to actually say, you know what I'm sorry this is where I'm at and and this is where you know this is how I feel about our relationship. Um, it's 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 an it's a easy out that does does cause some damage and confusion to the other person um, who's wondering wondering what what in the world um
0: absolutely brandon and and we live in we live in a world though that it's so common like i i I would bet maybe it's just the world we live in but i would bet that the natural breakup these days is more likely to be a ghost than it is a a real conversation and I, i guess part of me wonders like what's wrong with why why is it so prevalent like why is that the why is that almost an acceptable way to end a relationship now to just sort of like yeah just disappear
1: well, it, well, it's the age of keyboard courage, right? If, if I can hide behind um, that and not have a real conversation with somebody, um, then, then I, I don't have to be vulnerable. And, and, and you know what? If, if, if you've ever gotten ghosted, um, I think across the board, do you want a relationship with somebody who can't look you in the eye and be honest and deal with hard stuff and work through hard things? No, you don't. So it's actually you're better off, not getting more wrapped into a relationship with a person like that. Although it still hurts, it's yeah. still, the rejection still hurts, and it's still hard. Um, but yeah, if they ghosted you, then and then they want to come back and have a relationship with with you, then then dump them. <laughs>
0: well, man. <laughs> Unless, unless there's, unless there's like some <laughs> contriteness and some willingness to work, you know. I mean, but sure, yeah, right. yes, people can yeah, change, absolutely. Yeah, of course. <laughs> like you're, uh, there's obviously some feeling that you've got there, Brandon, about this, and I and I tend to agree with you that I I think it would be better to have an actual real conversation. We as we as human beings are so, especially in the dating world, especially when we're like trying to find someone who could be our partner, or our spouse. We are looking for secure attachment that we're wired that way and so even if it's in a dating relationship that you've only dated a couple of times there is an attachment wound that gets opened up when that relationship disintegrates and there's a healthy way to to do it and there's an unhealthy way
1: go ahead tyler isn't there such thing and i'm just kind of making this up but that like it's kind of like figurative ghosting in marriage and what i mean by this is When a partner comes to to their spouse and they have something really hard, difficult to talk about, um, something really important, and the other spouse shuts down, shuts off, avoids, and doesn't go there with them. Just, Just refuses to actually address it, to go there, won't have that, nope the answer nope i'm yeah, disconnected i think and you're, you're defining
0: you're defining stonewalling and stonewalling i guess you, if you really wanted to think about it is just emotional ghosting yeah inside the relationship or or the other way that you ghost people in your relationships is even if you keep the relationship is is that you commit to something that you're going to do for them or you, they ask you to help out with something you say yes and then you never actually follow through on it that's don't you just don't, you just don't show up at all yeah, it's, just... it's it's about not showing up and when you don't show up it it just like erodes any level of trust that you could have yeah. in a relationship right and and it definitely leaves an impact and and in this question's case you can tell like she's hurting she's she started to open her heart up she started to think this could be a possibility the least you could do is have some common decency to say hey thanks so much for the good times it doesn't feel like it's the right fit. That one conversation that helps her move on so much faster than, Oh, I wonder what happened, what's wrong with me and da da. So, okay, so
1: so so stonewalling or not showing up in a marriage, you would say, let's say let's say my wife came to me with a really hard topic and it's like really difficult and emotional. What you're saying is it would be better for me to look my wife in the eye and say, that's really hard for me. Um, I can't have that conversation right now. Um, I can feel that it's not going to go well. I'm going to say the wrong things. I'm not going to handle it well. I can't do that right now. And own that rather than, I mean, the best case scenario is I have the conversation. Best case scenario is I connect and we have we, intimacy and we work through some things. But if I can't do that, then at least have the decency or the courage to step into the reality that I can't do that, Um, which then helps her understand, okay, like this is really hard for him. I know what's going on. I can be patient. If I just disappear, then it, like you say, it erodes trust. It leaves her in this state of wonder, uh, confusion mixed with probably some resentment and sadness and fear or whatever else is in there. Um, I just don't know. I don't know where he's at or what's going on or how he feels. And and so yeah, I think I think in any relationship, um, show up in integrity and courage and own who you are. That's basically what we're getting to.
0: Yes, and integrity and courage leads to empathy. You know, it's like what you're describing in marriage, and this happens a lot, Brandon. Like in our marriage therapy that we do, I'm sure you see it a ton. It's like one or the other partners will bring up a big topic like that, and it'll be it'll be kind of like the dumb and dumber clip where he walks out at 7 Eleven and he's like, big gulps, huh? Well, see you later. Like, <laughs> okay, oh, so there's this issue. Yep, well, see you later. Like, good good luck with that. Big I'm gonna gulps, go huh? watch TV or I'm gonna go do something else. I'm gonna go be an alcoholic. <laughs> 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 right. You know, and it's like it's like, yeah, that, that does damage to the relationship. And and even being honest at least shows that you are worthy of a response right yeah and so yeah. i can say hey i'm not in the right space to talk about this so what you're, what you're saying
1: is to speak rejection is actually less rejection than to ghost somebody
0: it's it's in some ways it's validating right oh. like mm-hmm. if this if this guy would have just had a single phone call that could have been two minutes and just said you're a great girl i don't think we're a good fit i'm moving in a different direction i'm seeing someone else whatever it is that would hurt her And she would be able to get some closure and she'd be able to start picking herself up and moving on. Yeah. Right now, the last time she had seen him or talked to him was September 9th. And we're getting a question that we're talking about. She's been thinking about this, wondering if she should call or not call or this or that or the other for the last month.
1: Right. 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 Um, And
0: it would, it would be a simple conversation. He could actually validate her in some ways.
1: Yeah. Yeah. By rejecting uh, her.
0: By yeah, by being honest.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So so it's two sided. It's the ghoster have, have some uh, strength to step into uncomfortableness and have those conversations because that's it's the right thing to do. That's integrity. Um, the ghosted have some strength to to process the pain, to deal with the rejection. You've been rejected face the reality of it and know that life will move on. There's hope. There's and I know if you've been dating for a long long time and you're sick and tired of the dating scene and this happens it can feel hopeless. Um but it, it process that those feelings and and move forward and so that that's that's the two sides to it. Um don't grovel, don't beg, don't wait for your worth to be given to you by someone you're dating. Um, but work through your stuff.
0: And as you work through your stuff, continue to put yourself into the arena that you're that you're in right now that just because this one didn't work out doesn't mean it won't. Um we I used to have a roommate, one of my best friends from college, and he got a nickname. His nickname was, even though it's a whole sentence, his nickname was 101 dates but no girl. that's a long nickname yeah (laughs) yeah because because every single day he'd like go to like the the computer lab or the library or the cafeteria and he'd pick out like the cutest girl in the in the building and he'd go ask her out and
1: (laughs) he he had no fear
0: and he got he got well most of the time he just got flat out rejected (laughs) some of the time he got ghosted but somehow he just had this ability to just bounce back and just keep putting himself in the arena and uh and, you know, it's all panned out for him in the long run. Um, oh, good for him. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, it, can't, it can't help but pan out in the long run when you when you just put yourself in the arena of life and go for it. Right. And so right. he was able he was able to manage that rejection and in doing so he was able to keep going and putting himself there until he found the right fit. Right. Um, so I got another another question with this question, Brandon, that I okay. want to talk okay. to you about. Her question In some ways was would it be appropriate for me to reach out in some way
1: what do you think would it it be appropriate for me to reach out to him in some way what
0: yeah you brandon she wants you to know i'm I'm saying would it be appropriate for her to reach out to him in some way she wants she's basically saying i want to i want to get some closure i've been ghosted is it appropriate for her to do anything? And if so, what would be some type of an appropriate response?
1: I don't think it's inappropriate. Um, okay. I don't think it, it depends on, depends on the nature of the relationship and how far it's progressed. You know, if you've been on a couple dates with someone and they ghost you, it's like, well, you know, may, maybe, maybe you're reading in too much to it. If you've been on, you know, you spent a month you know, with a person and went on a date every weekend and it, just was, what she did. it was progressing toward more of a relationship, then it's probably uh, appropriate to, to have some kind of connection. And um, yeah, I think you could send a text. I think you could even make a phone call and just say, hey, I realize you don't want to date me. Um, I just want you to know that this is how I'm feeling. This is where I'm at. And I'm just going to leave it to rest there. Um, what I would be careful of, with the texting or the calling is what, what I was talking about earlier, which is, you know, you're, you're kind of doing it, hoping, hoping that he's going to turn around and say, Oh, actually let's, let's go out on Friday. Well, don't expect that to happen. Um, do it, do it out of your own self care is what I'm saying. If you feel like you need to do it in order to get some closure. And to feel this, you need to say something to this person, then do it. That's you acting in your authentic integrity. Do that. That's fine. Um, but but leave the expectations out of it.
0: Okay. And I'd say I'd say maybe there's, to add to what you're saying, Brown, there's one more reason why you would do the reaching out. And this is a hard place to get to. That there'd be a tendency to reach out either for the first reason you said, which is, I'm going to try to convince him to come back and get engaged again and maybe we'll reopen this or there's going to be a tendency to reach out and to be a jerk and to say, you Oh yeah. Stop.
1: Yeah. Let be revenge factor. Right. Yeah. Right. So if
0: it's for revenge or if it's for to convincing him to come back, then that wouldn't be the reason to reach out. I do think that in addition for your own closer closure, if you honestly, and you only, you're going to know this. If you honestly work yourself to a place where your heart is at peace and you see that there would be some some validity to loving somebody enough to give them some honest feedback, and you could also reach out and say, "Hey, this is how this is this is how your response has affected me. I hope that in the future that you'll realize that there might be a different way of getting closure. And I wish you the best of luck um, for the but, sake." But of
1: but but even do that with no expectation, because he could come of okay. no. jerk and be like, "Well, I did it because you're blankety blank," or. Right. But, but so don't expect anything from him by giving that feedback.
0: The only reason for giving that feedback is because I care enough about you and I care enough about other people, other women that might be dating you just to say there's a little bit of feedback for you that you might consider to be able to be more effective, right? But, but the reason nobody does that part is because it's really, really hard to get your heart in a place of like, man, I really want the best for this person who's just yeah. rejected. Yeah. If you can, you're offering a gift.
1: Right. <laughs> it just reminds me, maybe I'm being triggered by Tyler, like uh, the road rage, you know, like some somebody does something bad to him on the road and it's like, well, I need to teach that person <laughs> that, it, that it's not okay what they just did, you know? And it's, and what you said is very, very critical, uh, that end part. Your heart needs to be in the right place. The heart
0: needs to be at peace. I, I get this fight with my wife all the time. I I have this like, moral justice thing inside of me yes and like when when i see somebody cut somebody off in traffic or we went out to dinner the other night and right as we're getting ready to pull in there was a little old lady that was like waiting to get into her slot and some dude whipped in and stole her parking spot and so i parked around the other way and i saw him getting out of his car and i started walking straight over to him because i was gonna like just kind of educate him on your him.
1: butt kicked is what
0: you're gonna yeah, do yeah probably you know <laughs> get myself shot or something but i was just gonna educate him on what it's like to be chivalrous and actually let be considerate of other people and of course my jaw's clenched and i'm ready to go my heart's not at peace obviously yes but i'm but i'm lying to myself and my wife and saying it's my duty like oh. i i have mm-hmm. to go do some teaching
1: mm-hmm. right now no and, that's, uh, that's caretaking for yeah yeah
0: if i if i if my heart was at peace and I genuinely love the dude who just cut that lady off. Yeah. Then I might go to him and say, Hey man, you probably just didn't understand it or see it, but there was an old lady there. Listen
1: to your tone. Yeah. yeah. So much the, tone, the
0: tone would be totally different than, than me going up to him and saying, dude, you're a jackass. Like, right. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and, and, and if I, and if my heart's at peace, I'm gonna be much more likely to have a better conversation with my wife afterwards too than if my heart's at war with that person. You're right. I'm not gonna be able to justify anything.
1: You're right. Yeah, right. that's a good example. So it's the same thing. Like, yeah, you could give him some honest feedback. Just make sure your heart's at peace. So yeah. was a great, good question. A little different for us. Yeah, um, What a good a question. question. I love dating questions. I, I actually, believe it or not, I give a lot of dating advice because I counsel a lot of divorced people. And the dating world is... It's not hopeless out there. It just almost is. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. It feels. It can feel that way sometimes, Brandon. But but that's what I'm
0: saying. That's what I was saying earlier. Is if if we would look at it differently. Like people think, oh, I've got to date this one person. They're gonna be just the right person. It's gonna be over. It's like no. I'm I'm in the sifting pot right now, and it's about it's about the sifting that matters. And so I need to make sure that. I burn through a few of these before I figure out the right person. And that's, that's
1: what it okay. is. Yep. Yep. Over yep. and over again until until you until you find it. So yep. um all right you guys, uh please rate and review, share this episode and thanks for listening.
0: You guys, have a great week.
1: See you guys.